Hey everybody, and welcome back to the Chaos to Connected podcast. Today we're going to talk about the infamous strategy of ignoring the behavior. So, um, it's interesting because a lot of the things, and I don't know that I was necessarily taught to do these things in school or anything, but I feel like it's just so common in society and other professionals that a, a lot of these strategies come about and are recommended and passed on. And ignoring a behavior is one of them. And so, there's no shame if you do this, no guilt, you don't know what you don't know. I used to, I don't know if I used to encourage it, but I never thought anything of it, like as I was practicing in the clinic. Um, but now I have I have a much different opinion, and I want to share that with you today and give you a little bit of a different perspective on it that I think is not shared very often or well known, and I think it's a really important one. And so... When your child is engaging in a behavior that you don't necessarily prefer, a lot of people will say, just ignore it and it will go away. And that may be true in a certain sense. So you might see that specific behavior go away, but that doesn't mean this strategy is actually working. So let's dive in a little bit deeper into that. So Well, let's actually back up a little bit. So the reason that you are seeing behavior from your child at the root of that behavior is disconnection, whether that's disconnection from you, disconnection within their brain, the left and right hemispheres, both. So they aren't able to say what they need or communicate effectively. Like there, this might be why, so for example, if your child got upset, and you came to find out they were really hungry, but they weren't able to tell you, I'm getting hungry. It just all of a sudden meltdown. You finally get to the end of it. I'm so hungry. Okay. But then another day that doesn't happen. And they're able to come to you and say, I'm really hungry. Can I have a snack? This is because of that root cause of connection. So our kids are us in general, are designed to signal our safe person, so us as parents, hopefully, are our child's safe safe people, when there is disconnection, and that comes through in behavior. And so when we say, oh, just go ignore the behavior, and then it'll go away, that doesn't work because we're not addressing the root issue. So that's kind of a little bit of a band-aid. Yes, you might see that specific behavior go away, but you haven't addressed the root issue as to why the behavior is occurring and getting reconnected. So therefore, whether you see that same behavior or not is not what I would look for. It's whether the behavior in general has decreased. Because oftentimes, the, you know, again, like I said, that behavior might go away. It might decrease. It might not. But you will see behavior in other ways because it has to go somewhere. It's not just going to disappear magically, unfortunately. So when you see this behavior, it is not going to help you to ignore it. Maybe you need to take a breather and, you know, for a little bit, but you need to come back to it because simply ignoring it is not enough. So I'm sorry if that's not what you wanted to hear. But, you know, again, if 
in the moment, you cannot remain regulated and you need to ignore it for your own self-control reasons, fine. But if you really want to improve that behavior, you're going to have to invest some time into intentionally addressing it. And so that might look different for your child at different times. There are different connection strategies. You know, my favorite one, if you've listened to any episode, is special time. And I think this is very underutilized and, you know, just not very well known. I mean, I was talking to somebody the other day about their child and hitting in daycare. And, you know, I said, well, maybe we should try special time. And they're like, yeah, well, we, you know, we try to take her out by herself with one of us. And that's really great. That is great. But special time is different than that. Special time is a way to help get to that root issue of being disconnected and help your child to feel a sense of control, to feel safety, to feel trust. And then it also allows feelings to come up that are stuck that could also be hindering that connection there and causing some of the behaviors. So outside of just time together, your child is in control. It's specifically stated this is special time or if you want to call it something else. And there's a designated time. This allows for your child to understand the difference between like, okay, this is a time for me to have control versus, okay, this is a time where, you know, one-on-one time is great because you're spending time together, but maybe you have to go change a diaper or, you know, quick stir the supper or something. Special time is undistracted. There's no going to the bathroom. There's no, I got to run, get my water. It is all in together for that brief amount of time. And then... Setting the time limit is important for several reasons, but one of them being that when kids have a lot of stored up feelings, if they aren't just naturally used to letting them come out, they need a catalyst. The end of special time is a great catalyst because it's ending something that they're really enjoying, plus they've just reestablished this connection with you, built more trust, built more safety, and so all the feelings that they've been you know, trying to hold on the surface from coming out now are going to be able to come out. And that's where you're going to see true behavior resolve. Now, obviously this doesn't mean behavior is going to go away forever because that's not realistic, but it does mean that it's going to help the behavior from continuing. So if you've ever, you know, watch yourself too. If you're really, you know, your habit is to ignore behavior See how well that goes now with a a little bit new lens. So if you ignore the behavior, how long does it go away for? Or how long does it take for other behaviors to crop up? Because when you're not expressing your feelings, they're going to keep coming and keep coming. So that's another way that I always recognize kids have feelings to express is if they're whiny and then they're okay for a little bit and then they're whiny again and they're okay for a little bit. It's because they're constantly trying to manage these feelings that they have versus just get them off their chest. So um, if you want more details about special time, I have a free ebook that goes through all the ways that you can implement it, how to do it when you have multiple kids, how to do it, you know, with time wise, all that stuff. So go to the show notes and download that for yourself and please start implementing special time. It is so important. Even if your child isn't exhibiting a lot of behavior, this is still a great practice to put into place. So 
when your child has a behavior, I want you to stop for a second and remind yourself that there is a deeper issue of connection working here and ignoring is actually creating more disconnection because you're not, you know, you're not addressing the heart issue, but you're also creating more distance between you and your child, which is creating more of that disconnection, which results in more behavior. So the next time that you really want to ignore it, just remind yourself of that. It might take a few times, but the more you practice, the better and easier it will get for you to start shifting your perspective to what society really pushes and even people, you know, that might be like health professionals or, you know, work in child development, but we really have to see it for what it is. And if, and if that is still really hard for you, what I always go back to is what would I want? If I am having a tough time, do I want the person that I feel safe and trusting my feelings to, to ignore me until I stop? (laughs) Or do I want them to take the time to connect with me so that I can feel my feelings and let them come out? So I hope that was helpful for you. I think we, we always just need to take it back, change our perspective a little bit. And I also think it's important to recognize that ignoring the behavior is just another way that we're trying to manipulate behavior. And if your end goal is just to get the behavior in that moment to stop, yeah, sure, it might work. But if your goal is to really raise a child who you're working at heart issue, you're working at the root cause of the behavior versus just trying to get it to go away in that moment, then you're going to want to start shifting some of your perspectives and just reminding yourself of what is truly going on and that it's not necessarily about you, but there's something deeper going on that we need to resolve in order to see actual results and transformation over time versus just in that moment. So if you have any questions about that, if you have any questions about what connection might look like for you and your child, because I share a lot about special time, but there's there's actually four main strategies that you can use, connection strategies that I teach on, that are used in a little bit different situations. And so if you're wondering about that, I'd love for you to just send me an email, send me a message, and we can get connected and talk more a little bit about what that looks like for you and your child so that you can really help your child in the way that they need it. Now go on and get connected.